Hey, this is Tuck Talk, Tuck, Tuck Talk. So make sure I say it twice. Welcome to episode three of Tuck Talk. I go by the name of the Delta Fashionista and the manager editor here at True Culture Magazine. But first, before I go any further on that, if you're new here, please hit the like button, the subscribe button. Also hit the bell notification. That way you'll be notified anytime we post a video or go live. It really helps us out with the YouTube algorithm. And also, is this your first time here? You know, you then had the opportunity to check out our previous two episodes. On those episodes, episode one, we went over what's defined as cheating. In episode two, we we also went over like overcoming racial stereotypes. Come on, over here are people of color. So we went into further details about like our backgrounds, our origin story. So if any of those topics interest you, then there'll be like a link to those videos up above. So you can check those out after you had the opportunity to check out this week's episode. So, and hopefully after you view this episode, we encourage you to share along with your friends, your social network, encourage them to join the Tuck family and let them know about what we're doing here at the Tuck Podcast Network. But before we go into further details about this week's episode, I want to give open up the floor to allow my panel to introduce themselves to the people. So let's start with you, Kenny. Tell everybody to introduce yourself to the people and yeah, let's go from there. Hey, this is Kenny Santos. I go by the IG handle Gato Noir Magic. I primarily focus when, well, at least when it comes to writing for Tuck, it's a range of topics where it goes from economics to finance to politics to history. But my main page is basically dedicated to my yoga instruction, uh, my recent struggles with the MBA program I was in, and tarot reading. So hit me up if you're interested in any of this. Pleasure. Also, I have you, Kenny Donovan. Yeah, well, my name is Donovan Wilkins. Uh, just don't call me Donovan. <laughs> um, oh, if you're, I, I'm new to the panel uh, to talk talk, but um, everybody else, I I'm regularly on um, out of balance the sports space uh, podcast. Uh, for talk talk, I usually write um, for music, um, have my own column, and I do sports. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And the Black Dawn, tell them what's going on. Hey, what's up, everyone? My name is Sean. Uh, for Tuck, I usually write in the arts field. So anything that has to do with, like, maybe entertainment, uh, movies, TV, video games. I'm also part of the gaming, gaming channel, channel that's part of our, you know, network. <laughs> so there I am. Yeah, check us out. We do we just about do it all here. Also, soon get ready for all the rest will be our fashion theme podcast. We'll be had by our Tuck Fashion We coordinator Jerry Tomlinson. We'll be happy to add him to the Tuck Podcast Network. And yeah, look out for that very soon. But first, what we as tradition with the Tuck Talk Podcast, I like to do something we call the mental check-in. We check in as far as I like, see like how everybody's doing mentally, because outside of being present. And available, the best ability is, you know, mental stability. I'm a firm believer in that and your mental health and make sure that's up and up. So, guys, where do we rank on a scale of 1 to 10 this week? One stands for I want to die. Two means my life is pointless. Three, nothing matters. Four, my life sucks right now. Five, it's whatever. Six, I'm content. Seven, I'm grateful. Eight, I'm in a good place. Nine, I'm excited about life. And ten, life couldn't be better. So that's for me, nothing matters. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm just gonna no. say it right now. Yeah, nothing matters. No. Um, <laughs> I, I, Let's I talk just about finished, it. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, I just finished uh, 
uh childish gambinos uh because of the internet one of my favorite albums um i just finished your dissect podcast season um and i just got to the end of it uh last night and dude he put me in a bad place <laughs> i don't i don't think that's the intent of the uh, the the uh, overall goal of the uh, podcast by it at the end i'm just like he has a point. Why are we here? <laughs> like, what's the purpose? <laughs> no, <laughs> he he says it's like human connection and um, being there for each other and leaning on your fellow human and stuff like that. But me, I'm I'm a loner. Like I like being alone. So in the end, that um, that makes me wonder. Like, where does that leave me in the equation if I don't really gravitate? to other people or socialize with other people in that manner. So yeah, it was, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's how I felt. <laughs> Sorry to read start some, the podcast off that way. <laughs> no, read, no. read some Albert Camus, you'll be right as rain. <laughs> oh, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, the stranger and the myth of Sisyphus in particular, you'll be okay, buddy. All right, because <laughs> I definitely need something to pick my stairs up. Yeah. I don't know if it'll do that, but it'll put it in perspective. All right, that's media, that's a start. Media, the media that we consume that we consume on a daily basis plays a big part into our mood as well. I'm noticing. So, obviously, like I'm, like you just said initially, like you was not looking, you know, to have you know that sense of emotions after you listen to it. So uh, maybe find something that could possibly put you in a much better. Mood. But I mean, and then again, I I do go this through this phase like at least once every two weeks because I love the album, I love the, the short film, and I love the screenplay that went along with it. So I, I think it's just one of my moods, and we just happened to record this podcast uh, just so <laughs> early, right after it. <laughs> still, still only after effects and stuff like that, but um. Yeah, I, I I think I it's it's not more so nothing matters. It's more so um, if we're living, like, what's the point of living if we're just gonna die? And I'm the type of dude who likes to see long term things. Like, if something's not long term, I don't want to do it. And that's how I feel about like life sometimes. Like, I. I don't want to participate in it because it's not something forever. Like I won't pick up a game unless I know it has a long progression system of RPG or something like that. That's why I don't play like the new Maddens or anything like that because another one comes out the next year. So it's like, I don't know. It's, it's really hard to put it like into words, but I don't know. I don't, I, I like to have security. I, I believe that's what it is. All right. All right, so let me ask you this. Do you believe in the afterlife? Because, like, no. All right, cool. Well, what I was about to say is, like, it helps, like, if a person that believes in the afterlife, because I know you said, like, life is pointless because, like, at the end of the day, you're going to die. But me, as somebody that's, yeah. like, a firm, I'm, I consider myself to be, like, a spiritual person. So mm -hmm. I always say, like, um, great, I know I'm going to die eventually. Like, we're all going to leave this earth one day. But... The reason why I try to live a good life is because I want to, you know, I believe in the afterlife, whether it's heaven or hell. So I want to do enough good deeds on this earth to get me to heaven. 
that's the way I look at it. Like, yeah. I feel like life on Earth is just a trial period. You know, which you could kind of also say like a game, so to speak. You know, so like it's a trial period. You just try to level up. You know, make sure you know you have a, enough HP points. You know, to reach like the next level. You know, so that's the way I look right. at it. Like, let me. That's one way of looking at it. Sure. Yeah. Well, um, we're here for you, man. No, we're definitely for this is a lot. I love doing the mental check-ins, you know, because normally like we get like a lot of seven, eights, nines, and tens. But this, the reason why I wanted to do it is because I also want to help out those that's like in the fives, the fours, and threes. You know, to kind of like uplift you, lift you up. You know, that's what we're here for. You know? Right. So I thank you for like, being very transparent. You know, with your answer. Always, always. Yeah, for sure. And hopefully, you know, at the end of things, you know, we could get you at least to like a six or a seven. That's my goal. <laughs> I'm, I'm content. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm not saying you just go for like a three to like an eight, nine, or a ten, but you know, at least we can get you like. Right. Yeah, like, I'm slowly nine. pushing that six. I'm just content. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> then we'll take that. All right. So, anybody else want to share, like, where you guys are at on a scale one seven? I'm gonna say like a seven point five. Like um, I, I started a relationship with a girl lately, and uh, it's actually a lot better than I expected it to be. I, it's not that I was like pessimistic going in, but um, you know, I didn't really have high expectations after the last couple ones. But um, uh, the other concern I had was like, uh, how much do you lose of yourself in a relationship with another person? Like it, I always speculated, like hey, I'm in a relationship with someone. It, are we now just a unit, a composite of our, you know, separate beings, or are we still our own individuals? And so far, you know, it's been pretty good to realize that, you know, I'm still my own person. I, I like see her like twice or three times a week. I'm still doing my own thing, still being on my own grind. And I think like the fear came from like this like ambiguous place I am in life. Like I'm done with my master's program, but it's like, what's next? And like, congratulations. Thanks, thanks. It, it, it was awful. Um, but uh, yeah, <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, yeah. Everyone's like, go for a master's, blah, blah, blah. But no one gives a shit about how much education you have when like your experience could be lacking. Like, like the industry I want to go to is like financial crime investigation, which is like really fascinating. And like two, three years ago, people could get in with no experience needed. But thanks to the pandemic and thanks to current politicians, like the banking sector and most sectors that hire these compliance roles have completely frozen they're hiring uh mid-level people lost their jobs so the mid-level people went to entry-level jobs and now they're just like filled with people with like uh who have like five to ten years of experience but um from what i'm told like things are getting better as things are gonna pick up so it's just like this ambiguous time like like, like you said um you, what you were saying was more of a macro thing, but like on the micro level, it's like this ambiguity of going forward. Is there any purpose? Are you going to land in a good place? You really don't know. But um, yeah, so it's kind of an unstable time, and you know, I'm still learning things about myself. I only just learned that I want to do this line of work. Um, I'm really all about like finding what my identity is before losing myself in something else. Anyway, so I try to look at it positively. Like, yeah, maybe. Maybe this is good. I shouldn't really be jumping from school into one thing. I'm still learning about myself. Like after that Silent Hill 2 article that I submitted, I, I learned that, hey, you know, I'm not so anti video games like I thought I was. And B, I'm really into horror. And I'm, I'm oh, like writing right. about, oh, I love it. Like, I, and I'm like, it's a lot more fascinating, a lot I more watch controversial. A, oh, a movie a day, but a video game, like, bro, I was watching I, some I, people. 
Resident Evil Village yesterday, and that big yeah. ass baby, bro. Oh my god, I just like. Oh, I love that. I love that because it's like a psychological fear. Like everyone thinks it's just like, oh, you know, puts give something big teeth and like tentacles and like put in a dark room and it'll scare people. No, that's what that represents. It like represents the unborn terror of like having a child and like ruining them and then becoming a parasite on your life. That's where like the fear stems. So it's like really Freudian, really deep. It's like you can do so much with that genre. I mean, think about like your room. You're just gonna like. Sure. That's why I, I can't play horror games because, like I said, one, uh, since graphics have improved over time, the the I, I get so invested in a character that I start to become the character, and yeah. it's really hard for me to pull myself out. Like, look, it's just a video game. Like this, you're not holding this gun, about oh. to attack this seven foot tall vampire. Like. And it's really hard for me to pull myself out of that. And oh, no, that's why I'm bad. I'll, I'll attack her any day. Like, you talk about the new vampire. Like, he's, he's like, I don't see thick, like, where's the tight dress all the time? I'm like, how is this intimidating? Right. <laughs> but yeah, when that HD 4K starts to kick in, it, it just seems too real for me. And I can't do that. Bro, I was like this when it was like on the PlayStation, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do like getting lost in it all, and I think the horror genre is like the genre for me. If I ever start writing short stories again, but um, yeah, no, um, so yeah, I'm, like I said, I'm learning things about myself. The future's kind of ambiguous. Um, you know, I'm trying my best not to get lost in the next project and whatnot. But um, yeah, I'd say I'm pretty. I'm in a fairly good place. I, I'm not like those people who like constantly say they're depressed, even though they've never been diagnosed by a professional. Like, definitely not that. <laughs> I mean, that's a. I mean, people keep like, like, bro. Yeah, like, people that self-diagnose themselves and never been to like the doctors or anything. Oh yeah, like it's like a chemical imbalance, guys. You can't just say, "Oh, I'm really sad. I must have depression." You know, no, no, you don't know what that is. <laughs> there's really now. I just want to preface by saying that there's. I know there's definitely people out there that seriously are balanced some mental health issues, as far like, you know, like depression bipolarism and stuff like that but i definitely agree in the sense that there are some people out there that's really be milking it <laughs> to the point where like all right it's almost like a trend at this point they want that's, like the, that's like the easiest way to gain sympathy nowadays yeah it's also a get out of jail free card as well so yeah I, I was watching bad girls club and this one uh contestant was on there don't ask me why i was watching bad girls club there was nothing on the school past it <laughs> <laughs> so I was watching this one episode and um, she said that she had stage three cancer and I don't know the seriousness of the levels or anything like that. But come to find out the next episode, the producers told her, yeah, we did a checkup, got all your medical histories. You never had cancer. So then she said, <laughs> so then she said that um, she went to get a physical checkup or whatever. And they said that she should probably see a doctor about something. And she never went to see a doctor. So she automatically assumed she jumped from stage one <laughs> to stage three cancer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is like, you never had cancer. You need to tell your housemates. It feels like stage three. Yeah. How do you determine something like that for yourself? <laughs> I would take two this morning, but after I had my coffee, it was definitely stage. Yeah. <laughs> after that guy cut me off, we jumped up another level. 
Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> See, my depression was at a medium, and then I saw the new Godzilla movie, and now it's just through the well, roof. We got to up a level, yeah. <laughs> Well, I could right, right. those of you that are really out there going through mental health. My announcement to the audience please see a therapist, the professional telling your friend doesn't count. I yes. definitely agree with that. Yes. I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. All right, so, Sean, where are you at, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I um I want to say I'm sitting at maybe a good like 7.58 uh right now I'm like I guess mentally I'm convinced that things are going to get better for myself like you know I've been taking the steps to I guess help my own mental health like I recently got a therapist for myself for the first time I thought that would be like a congratulations thank Thank you because that that was like a long time coming i i really needed that but i got a therapist for myself for the first time um it's not small scale but i've ordered like a one of those like calendars that you could like dry erase board so i can actually figure out how my week is gonna go and like my month and stuff like that taking like you know steps forward so i can actually actively i guess pay attention to my life i guess that's the best way to put it i'm taking control of the robot for once. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Explain that. Take control of the robot. So, okay. So I will explain taking like taking control of the robot. Like, you know, obviously we live our lives kind of day to day to day to day. Some people don't really necessarily care about what happens to them or I wouldn't say necessarily care, but like a lot of people let things just kind of happen. So like you'll hear a lot of Especially in, you know, when you're growing up, before you get a control of, like, your own emotional palette, your stuff like that, everything is usually the, why is this happening to me? Uh, Like, you know, everything is horrible. Almost like you pay more attention to the stuff that you can't control rather than the stuff that you can. So, in actively, like, kind of coming into your own senses of, like, trying to get a handle of your emotions trying to get a handle of actually doing stuff that you want to do for once rather than what you think you should be doing or what you feel like everybody else wants you to do. Kind of like how Kenny said, like, you know, we're like the best way to explain that was also in that kind of like void feeling where it's just like, what do I do? What I want to do, especially, you know, having all of these different interests that I know I want to do, dabbling in like different things and just feeling like I needed some kind of like correction. But at the end of the day, I'm still like Kitty said, we're also learning about ourselves. I can admit to needing, not knowing myself as much as I thought I did. So it's been a journey. I'm trying to get myself on the right page, you know, again, entering the robot, doing the stuff, making it myself more aware of things that I might do or things that people might do that I actually don't like and just trying to figure out things for myself. Okay. And um, I'm definitely with you in terms of like learning about because, like you said, like we all learn about ourselves this day. Like I feel like, as young millennials or Generation Z folks, you know, most of us here are everyone this panel is a millennial. I feel like we kind of put so much pressure on ourselves to to know all the answers about life. You know, because like um, it doesn't help the fact that we have access. Like this is the generation of the internet, so we constantly compare ourselves to others. No, there's like people that's like I've known for like a long period of time that I'm like, wow, like they're really like, it's look like they made it. You know what I'm saying? And here I am, you know, still in the mix of the grind. And I love that process. 
But I feel like it's always best to like kind of keep a perspective that everybody has. You know, everybody's story is different. You know what I mean? So just always stay present and be in the moment. So I'm definitely with you there, Sean, as far as like, you know, just like, hey, like we're all learning day by day. It's okay we don't have all the answers, but you know, and we might go through life not having all the answers. And we have to be okay with that as well. You know, just appreciate, you know, life for what it is. Be grateful for all that we have at the moment. Even if it doesn't seem like a lot, but you know, like it could always be worse. That's all I can say. It could always be worse. But in terms of myself, I'm at like about a 6.5 to like a 7.5. I'm right in that range. And the reason why it's so is because um, I'm starting to feel a little bit drained mentally. You know what I mean? Like, you ever go through life and, like, um, and I'm not saying, like, I, I, I want to preface it by saying, I'm not saying I'm not excited about life or anything like that, because I am. I'm excited about the future and the possibilities. But sometimes the grind of it all can really start to take a toll on you over time. So right now I'm at this point in life where I'm like, okay, well, like, Adele, you do not have to do everything. It's okay that you do not know everything. You, you have access to so many great individuals, great teams, great support system, family, friends, you know, Tuck fam as well. So it's okay, you know, to just, you know, not have to be in control of every single thing. So I'm in the process of learning that. And I feel like as soon as, oh shit, as soon as I probably accept that, then I, just, you know, I should be much better. But the first was to admit to it. Now that I admit to it, now I just have to like go through the process of actually putting in the work to get out of that mental state. But the fact that I've acknowledged that I'm in it, is a plus in itself because before I was in denial. And we all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's lighten up the mood a little bit as I adjust my microphone here. I know it was bound. I was bound to drop my mic eventually because I, I remember in the game chair, you and Isaiah, y'all both dropped that mic. So here I am on Tuck, so I'm dropping my mic. So I, Better late than never. Better late than never, right? <laughs> and the motherfucker still don't want to stand up. All right, cool. We good. All right, so let's light up the move. All right. Billboard. Billboard released a list of top 10 artists of the decade. That start, you know, for those of you that's not familiar with the list, I don't want to spoil the list. But um, number 10 was Post Malone. Number 9 was Maroon 5. Number 8 was Katy Perry. Number 7 was Justin Bieber. Number 6 was Ed Sheeran. Number 5 was Adele. Number 4 was Rihanna. Number three, Bruno Mars. Number two, Taylor Swift. And who could take a guess as to who number one was without me mentioning it? Beyonce. Uh, take a guess if y'all don't know already. But if y'all all know already, then I might as well just say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it's Beyonce. That's who, that's who I thought. Did somebody say Eminem? Yeah, that was that was a joke from another podcast. You got to go watch okay. it and get it. Okay. <laughs> you said artists of the decade. We're not talking about this decade, right? The one that we just started? No, just past 2010 <laughs> to 20... I don't know if it's 2010 to 2019 or 2010 to 2020. Yeah, that's what I'm always confused about. Like, what decade are they talking about? Because I'm, I'm like, why is this coming out now in 2021? Right. So I'm <laughs> I would say 10 to 20, right? I believe, yeah. I'm going to yeah, say... Uh, I I 10 years, so that's the way. I'm actually going to say Drake on this one. 
for 10 to 20 because I realized he did put out a lot over the course of the 2010s. He did. He did. But also at the same time, you have to ask us, just because is quantity, so having like a lot of quantity and like putting out a lot of mixtapes and albums, should that, you know, should the value be more so as far as like the quality of work or should it be like, oh, this person is like the most consistent? Like, how do you guys feel on that? I, I think it goes hand in hand. Um, for a person like Drake, it's uh, quantity and quality. Um, he's put out a lot of work. I mean, he's in damn near every single song in the last decade. But he's also been charting with those songs. Like he's been he's been on his grind. Like every every song he makes is a pop. Like it's on the charts. It's and either goes viral or everybody knows the song. But we all know why these songs go viral, though. Yeah, I was about to say, like for me, it's it's straight. It's straight. It has to be quality because, like, when it comes to like, well, when you're basing it on the off the fact that it's like on the top of charts, you have to remember that's just this like executive team bribing the right people to yeah. get his work out there. That he has a great true. PR team. He has a great marketing team. But, like everything we listen to that's considered good is like the baby of a bunch of back alley deals with a bunch of djs and um radio stations and what what have you i, I don't know what did the yeah, purchase yeah. yeah well, like spotify like oh let's have some acoustic session blah 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 your music is trash you just paid for it to be out there <laughs> like, let's, be, let's be honest like, that's how it works in today's world like good music is not on billboards list i mean maroon five right. are you kidding me I was talking. No, I like Maroon Five. Come on, man. They're like a funky disco <laughs> beat. I'm not they haven't like been hot since of music. 2005. If aliens invaded the earth, I'm not gonna be like, "Yo, try this Maroon Five CD. You'll change your mind." Like, I'm right. gonna do my that. Man, my man says CD. <laughs> but I, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna be like. Here's they the probably still Spotify. use CDs. Here's my Spotify <laughs> password, aliens. You can just go crazy. Right. Look, at, look at this bomb track by Maroon 5 about like, uh, what was that? What music video where he's like in the freaking meat factory Payful? and he's talking about hunting a girl? And it's like really sexually driven. It's like really creepy. That was a miss. I don't know why that was so popular. That was like some Ted Bundy shit. <laughs> 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 Not the moves like Jagger, Maroon Five is a blur to me. Right, they don't know what they want to be. They don't know what they want to be. They were like, "Oh, we want to be rock stars, then we became pop stars, and then we learned that people." But then they saw that and... pop was like charting, and then they like transitioned to that. Same thing with Taylor Swift. She was a country star. Now she's a pop yeah. star that complains about her boyfriends and her parents. I think like that's true about like a lot of celebrities. Actually, they dance between like genres. They don't really sit in their own anymore because of everybody's expectations. We get that. Yeah. Then their then their managers convince them, "Hey, you're making more money off that pop track, so your next album is gonna be all that. Uh, you can make like two songs that you really like, and uh, they won't sell, but you'll feel better." And her stands go wild, and it's the same. Disgusting. Yeah, garbage recycled crap. I mean, for those that don't know, Drake was number one on the list. He was officially number one. He's gonna be honored at the Billboard Awards with the honor. But um, in terms of like actually a grant, like because granted, everybody that's on the list is all commercial based artists. And some of these artists haven't put out a project in a long while. Like, everybody's still asking Rihanna like where the album at. 
No, she had to put. I, I stopped asking a long time ago, and <laughs> all her friends, uh, fans need to stop asking too. She bribed you guys and said there was something special coming out at the end of uh, 2019, and she came out with a uh, a book of photos that you can find on uh, the internet, paparazzi photos, and her fans ate that shit up. So no, I mean, yeah. look what Nicki Minaj I'm, I'm did. Waiting for her. Well, look at what Nicki Minaj did. All the hype about uh, uh coming out, it was just beam me up sky. The mixtape was just three new songs. Wasn't she retiring? Yeah. I thought she retired, and then she I, I thought she did too. Yeah, she she she, oh wow, there's no such thing as retirement in music, bro. But then she realized that nobody really cared. Then she came back. Yeah, she's like, I can't have Cardi B, Sweetie, Meg Thee Stallion, all these girl city girls stand on my shine. Like, I gotta let people know that. That I'm is true. Out. Yeah, I totally forgot about Meg Thee Stallion. You forgot about her? <laughs> no, just the reason why she came back. I mean, personally, I think her music is trash too. Oh my but, god! I mean, Didn't she marry like a sex offender too? Like, isn't that her baby daddy? Are we not allowed to talk Uh, about that? Nikki, right? Yeah, are we not allowed to talk about that? Because, like, what the fuck? We're allowed to talk about anything. I mean, we talk, we do it all on the show. Like, not everybody. Yeah. Like, how how did everyone, like, forgive that? Like, if I remember correctly, I don't think it was necessarily she married a sex offender. If I remember, I think her brother is a sex offender defending him. No, no, I think it's both. I think it's both. I know her brother is a molester. Yeah, I I think her brother was a sex offender. Allegedly. 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 She's kidding like clearly. She has a type, but like it's like, bro, what what is what are you doing? <laughs> or is she dating that one guy that had beef with Drake? I mean, I'm not saying it's uh, uh, he was pretty Meek shitty. Meek Meek she has a oh, type. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> I guess she We're talking about type. the Philly goat, Meek Mill. Oh, yeah, you, you cannot <laughs> someone had like beef with Drake for no reason, and it was like you didn't yeah, you didn't name drop me on the radio when you were doing something. Like, are you children? Right. Can you realize is from Philly? So all he has right now is Meek Mill and the oh, yes. it's, it's all he has. That's all he <laughs> has. <laughs> the Eagles are trash. Wait, correction. I, I don't like Meek Mill as much as you would think being from Philadelphia. But, but I feel like if I good. if I don't defend him and I walk outside to go to the store, that they're going to jump me. So I feel like I have to defend. I'll but say she, he was a better I, I think Dreams and Nightmares is a yeah. trash song. <laughs> I don't think Meek Mills over any sex offender. You, there's no argument there. Allegedly. Right. <laughs> uh, okay. Allegedly. <laughs> 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 okay, I'm okay. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So, based off of this list here, do we agree with uh, if? The top ten, let's say the top ten, it is what it is, and you can only just suit these ten names. Do we agree with Drake being at the top of the list? For the last decade, I'd say it's it makes sense. It does at least. Yeah. If, if it wasn't Drake, going. it was going to be Taylor Swift. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, thank God for Drake then. <laughs> so, I'm yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> you, you just have to pick the the evil out of the two. <laughs> You gave me some context, and yeah, yeah, you know, thank God for Drake. I, I mean, for what they're going for is like manufactured pop crap, and like, yeah, I'm exactly. Like, 
I understand. It's weird that the weekend wasn't on there because the weekend did go hard. That's shocking. That. But I, I yeah. felt like that was towards the Chris end Bro? of his career. I mean, not, well, not the end of his career. I think it's because he protested the Grammys so hard, and there's probably but there's a billboard though. One has nothing to do with other. I no, I know, but I feel like the same people behind the Grammys and the same people who are behind Billboard shake hands. One hundred percent. So I yeah, think that's 100%. a little conspiracy right there, man. Okay, He's probably so, in the process of being blackballed from uh, war oh, shows, yeah. I believe. Okay, so who would be you guys' artists of the decade? Because everybody here, we all have like diverse tastes in music. Some of us prefer the commercial artists, and there's also those of us that prefer the artists that do not top the Billboard charts. So for you guys, who would be like your artists of the decade? That's a tough one, really. Um, I'm going to go with Mitski. She she's a Japanese American indie rock star that had like album of the year in 2019. I like her music. Yeah, she went hard. Like that second, like she's the only person I'll ever see live, particularly because she's the most affordable. But like she, the most I, affordable. Yeah, I, <laughs> no, see, so I go to Webster Hall in Brooklyn. It's a cesspool. I see NYU kids doing homework on the floor. In the middle of the oh, concert, shit. I want to smack the shit out of them. And then Mitski comes on stage, and like all my anger evaporates. It was crazy. Like she, she goes so hard that the speakers like collapse my chest and my lungs and everything. And all her music, music is like far ranging. She's very multi talented. It's cathartic, and she's very natural. The only problem I have with her is who she chooses as her opening acts. Like I, I remember like this one example will tell you like the kind of people that she po she posts as a front as her um, opening acts there's like this mexican chicana rock band who were just really loud like they reminded me of like a punk garage band really poorly dressed really just you could tell like they were all over the place both mentally and physically and like for the most part of their act they weren't even singing i can't even i can't even tell you what one of their songs were or i can't tell like recite what lyrics were most memorable What's what, what was what was most vivid in my memories about these idiots were that they uh, constantly had to talk about Trump, Republicans, politics. Halfway, they could be singing, then they'll start talking about Trump. They get back to singing, and I'm like, "Yo, you're all over the place. Take oh, your so skits. They, if so you're schizophrenic, like please take your meds before you come on stage because I paid for this, and I paid for Mitzke. I don't even know who the fuck you are. So like, why are you why are you assaulting me with your beliefs like this?" Like I'll, I'll tune into your podcast after the show if you tell me about it, but I don't want to fucking have this conversation when I paid like twenty five bucks to watch NYU kids do their homework. You know what I mean? Right. Wait, oh, <laughs> you, the NYU kids do their homework. Yeah, they were on the floor of Webster Hall. No, it wasn't Webster Hall. It was like Brooklyn Steel, I think. On the floor of Brooklyn Steel, it's already yeah, packed. They're taking up space, like in their little Indian poles, just doing their biochem. I'm like, why the fuck are you here? Go home. Do your homework. <laughs> priorities, people. Priorities. You're gonna fail your test. Now you're gonna listen to this and pass biochem. What's wrong with you? She'll be back in like four years. All right. So tell me about this. Uh, what's her name again? Mitski. M I T S K I. She's a Japanese American woman, and um, yeah, they're they're like sporadic interviews with her because she has a very poor. Uh, interviewing presence. I've had like I've heard she's like walked out of interviews. Like randomly, and I'm like, "How fucking dare you? You get That's back like here." My type of person. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know, but it's just like it's, it's. It, I mean, it seems cool, but that's just like added to. Like, I understand if like the interviewer was like asking personal questions, but all this chick wants to talk about is like her horoscope and bullcrap, and I'm like, "Are you, are you kidding? Me? Get back here." 
This is why you're yeah, not my, my favorite album from her was probably Purity too. Yeah, I that really was like that one. I like the latest one, even though it was like piano heavy, but like that was really good yeah. too. Be the cowboy. Yeah, that that was just weird. No wonder it became like so popular in the mainstream too, because that was just like weird off the <laughs> off the wall. She was on Jimmy Kimmel. She, her performance wasn't that good, but I feel like that, that 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 was like the climax of her career. I don't see her coming back out there. All right. All right, so how many albums did she put out during the decade? Decade? I think all her albums were in this past decade because she went to like yeah, school. I believe so. Yeah. And she's she's it's, she's only just turned thirty, but she's been in the scene for like the only the past decade. She's only like six years yeah. old. Her. her first album was two, uh, 2012. Yeah, uh, with Lush and ending with Be the Cowboy. In yeah, she did. That, she literally did that in school while she was still in college. I think. Wow. Well, you guys, yeah. I'll, I'll check out. I'll check out. So yeah, if you like indie rock or like Japanese breakfast is from Philadelphia, they're they're kind yeah, of love them. Yeah. That's what, <coughs> nah, let me check. I got stories about <laughs> them too. I got stories about them too. Okay. Does she like what were you about to say? <laughs> <laughs> oh. no. Never mind. Never mind. Sean, who's your artist of the day? Uh-huh. Um so I don't get I'd say I honestly can't really choose an artist for the decade. I guess, okay, so I'd sound generic and say, I guess Drake would be my artist for the decade because I'd have listened to him a majority of the past decade. But I'd say I couldn't really choose one simply because I want to say all throughout like 2010, my kind of taste in music starts to get a little bit more refined to what I actually like like to explore and listen to. Like I listen to like a lot of things, pop, rock, um, you know, hip hop, R and B, and all stuff like that. But over the course of like last decade, I started to get into more artists like Gold Link, Smino, Snow Allegra, um, yeah, you know, you. her, her started to come out. So I'd say her would probably be my artist of the decade, actually, because I actually got heavy into her. <laughs> that sounds funny, but I got <laughs> heavy <laughs> into H E R <laughs> over the course of last decade. So I'll say I couldn't really be the one to choose for this one because I started listening to a lot of more people last decade rather than <clears throat> focusing on one person. Okay, okay. Now, Donnie, who's yours? Please don't say Eminem. <laughs> so no, it's not him, no. <laughs> it was an inside joke. And once again, uh, to fully understand the context, you have to go check out uh, Out of Bounce. Yeah, check out episode but, um, three. I'll put links to that. In the yeah, there we go. Just a little plug for you guys. <laughs> um, I'm going to piggyback off what Sean said. And yeah, my my music taste is all over the place. Like, it's crazy. It goes from folk to metal to Christian rock to country, which I recently got into. Um, if... <laughs> I know the person that I want to say, but I know it's right on the borderline of Taylor Swift and Drake and just being like a sort of on that line of like the the machine product. Okay. But, okay um, yeah, uh, Lana Del Rey. Um, I really love her music. <laughs> what's, what's that face? 
She did go hard. I will. I'll admit that she went hard. I mean, she's an airhead, but I'll, she went hard. <laughs> right. Yeah. Some of the yes. some of the statements that she make and just. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just can't. She just. Wanna... <laughs> I can't take her seriously with certain lyrics. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> you, you can tell when she wrote the lyrics. You can tell when she wrote them, and it wasn't a team of writers. When she wrote them, you're like, "What? What the fuck?" Cola is one of my favorite. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> that line. That was all her. That was all her. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. So. <laughs> I was just like. Oh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> like, that's where we're going. I don't like Pepsi Cola like that. <laughs> <laughs> the eyes. That was all her. I don't think anyone else worked on that one. You can tell. Right, right, exactly. But um, I, I think she really hit it out the park with uh Paradise and the Born to Die uh, albums. Um, she kind of fell off during honeymoon, I believe. But um, Lust for Lice. Uh, mm, lust for life. Um, she tried to go for like a more hip hop sounding pop uh, with uh, ASAP Rocky, her then maybe boyfriend. Um, He's with Rihanna. I, I think she had like a steady, huh? ASAP's with Rihanna, allegedly. I mean, Lana Del Rey has confirmed that she had sex with multiple record uh executives and artists she basically claimed herself to be she's the industry you can choose your... it's because of the pepsi cola yeah yeah <laughs> she's pepsi confirmed cola, <laughs> she got that pep but um that. yeah i i yeah i i think she's has uh, a really impactful um uh decade especially on the I don't want to say indie scene because she's not indie at all. Mm-hmm. And I hate that people categorize her as um, alternative, uh, leaning towards a little bit of folk Americana. She's been like a leaning pioneer in that field for the decade. It's interesting because when she came out, I think Lady Gaga was like coming down from her high in the early 2000s. And they kept compar- they calling Lana like the anti-Lady Gaga. And I could see that 100%. Like she wasn't uh, trying to be avant-garde and her lyrics weren't, their, her lyrics were always straightforward. And she like had this, her, her whole career is like based off of like this 1950s Americana that may or may not have existed, but it definitely right, yeah. was in her head. And like that, that's basically, the, and, and yeah, no, and that's what she's loved for. Cause she like embodies it well and like, isn't a raging racist allegedly, but you know, like uh, other than that, she yeah, she's very nineteen fifties housewife. I say that, right? <laughs> I, I I learned to separate the art from the artist. <laughs> for me, I'm not gonna wait too much time. I'm gonna say for me, it's Kanye West. That's my artist of the day. I knew you were gonna say that. I was like, when is Kanye? That was gonna be my right? second choice. <laughs> Can I change my choice? Actually, <laughs> I think it was Kanye because he ran for president, and you know, yeah. And that was hilarious. I should have voted for him. Uh, you know, fuck, I'm gonna say I voted for Kanye. Okay, you remember when Jennifer Aniston was like, "Don't vote for Kanye," and then Kanye was like, "Friends wasn't funny." Twitter, was. like, it wasn't. He was right, and I'm like, "Wow, you have my I vote." I missed Kanye. that tweet. Live a single was better than Friends. I don't care nobody thinks. Seinfeld was better than Friends. Full House was better than Friends. I'll even say that. Right. Martin was better than Friends. 
<laughs> and that's showing mm-hmm. like what four or five seasons. Jesus. Friends is just not good. Yeah. It was just like toxic people. And and shows like that kind of like paid the way for it. was living in an apartment in New York that just didn't seem realistic at all. And I've I've never technically seen any of them work besides in the later seasons, Chandler and uh uh who was the girl at Chandler fans that played um Rachel. Well, yeah, nobody really worked there. She worked like fashion or something. I know, like, Joey was an actor and I kind of understood that. And he had a roommate, and I was like, okay, he's realistic. It would be more realistic if you had like four or more, but whatever. The fact that they all had jobs that wasn't really providing for the money for the apartments that they had. (laughs) Like, if they all shared one apartment, that (laughs) would make sense. Like, that apartment was everyone's. Like, you got the couch, you got the chair, you got the bedroom. Now, guys, before that we, apartment uh, was big enough. All right, now, guys, before we transition to the next topic, because almost sure we all have our favorite artists. Like for me, like I said, Kanye, he's my artist of the decade. He's my favorite artist of this generation currently. Now we're two guys, because I'm not most sure, like some of us we stand for more art, some more artists than we others. Do you feel like those that disagree with your takes for like let's say on a your favorite musician, honestly, do you consider them to be like a hater if they do not necessarily agree with you, or is like, all right, like I could expect everybody's taste in music? Like, for instance, Nicki Minaj, she has like a rabbit fan base, a rabbit fan base. I remember I was like reaching out to one of my friends and she was hyping up the Beam Me Up Scotty release. I'm like, what? Well, all she did we would just put like you know a mixtape with just three new singles. You know, mm-hmm. like, does that really qualify for like a full album, like worthy of the hype? And she basically mentioned to me, like, Nikki, she don't really have to compete with nobody. Like, she's solidified and this and that. They're like, I just tell her, yo, like, are you a boss or something? Like, she kind of knew where I was going. I'm like, you're going real hard for Nikki right now. So, like, with you guys, like, do you feel like if somebody do not agree with you, like, your opinions for, like, on a musician or anything in general, do you consider that person to be, like, a hater? Or can you just, like, respect that people have differences of opinion? I mean, that's fine. I, 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 you know, I wouldn't just because I like someone, someone else doesn't like them, doesn't mean I'm gonna defend that artist. Like, that artist doesn't even know I exist. Why would I defend them? I like their music, right? I, exactly. Everyone call Mitski an <laughs> asshole. Let's all take turns calling Mitski an asshole. I don't know if she deserves it, but I don't care. I'm gonna defend her. Because I remember yeah. one time when Kanye was, we had the whole everybody make a big thing about the whole slavery was a choice thing. And I felt compelled to defend him a little bit, not so much as like a stand person, but somebody like thinks like on a three-dimensional level. And I kind of understood what he meant by it. You know, everybody like, oh my god, like, we got cancel Kanye, cancel Kanye. So that's like oh, yeah, the only man. level of screen that I went as far as like, defending an art, but I never but I didn't defend the art screen, so to speak. I just defended their way of thinking because I understood what that person meant. Yeah, I'm anti-cancel culture, so I'm with you there. Most definitely. I'm 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 saying with you. I I I think the only definition uh, for hating that I would um... damn what a teaser! He was about to say something so controversial, and the Illuminati just xed him out. Down, this is worse than when you froze. Find out on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Come on, man. We didn't even get any women on this podcast. Now we're losing the boys. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. 
Uh, he's coming back. He's coming back. <laughs> I'm not adding this up. <laughs> yeah, leave it there. That was hilarious. All right, Donovan. As you were saying, Donovan. Because what I'm about to say is that's why they cut the internet off. The government doesn't want me talking about this. <laughs> Too controversial. When it's people sad. say that, <laughs> when people say that they hate Nickelback, I'm that's like, the only reason. Like they that's the only way slap. I would consider somebody a hater. They music slap. I don't know what the fuck they be talking about. Yeah, you remember that first Fantastic Four movie where the Human Torch is like going down the. Snowy Hill or something like he was like yeah. snowboarder. Like they had a Nickelback track, and I'm like, "Yo, this slaps! What the fuck? Why are people talking shit about this?" Like, it fit I, the mood I, and everything. I don't understand favorite, it. Favorite Nickelback <laughs> I, song. My favorite Nickelback song is um, I I want to say the obvious photograph, but um, damn, I can't think of the name. Um, damn, For I can't I can't think of the name. Yeah, give me give me a second. For me, it's how you. But I always know. forget the name. That and Bird uh, is the thought between those two. I like uh, piss uh, sex queen. That's a uh, favorite of mine. Far okay. away, that's Far the name. Away. Far away. Okay, okay. But yeah, like I said, Nickelback. I will never understand the hate for it, and people just hate it because it makes them feel like smart if they say, "Oh, they're just a money grabbing machine," or they're they're like just great at sales or whatever. When in reality, Nickelback was probably number one, number two, the biggest selling act in the early two thousands. Yeah. They were the top ten in Canada right now. They won numerous awards. They were literally running the, uh, I, I don't want to say hard rock, but they were running like the the rock genre for a while. And people just greatly dismissed them as just being cheesy or don't really know what their sound is or, I don't know, just whatever they can think of. But they just like to hate them just because everybody else hates them. I definitely agree. People do like to sound smart by going against the grain and just go get the popular opinion. But I said, like, no, like this, like it's like saying like this argue about the sky being blue. Like, no, the sky's not blue, it's gray. <laughs> you know, like just right. Just, just, just try to like be philosophical like, in case maybe. You're not cool if you diverge from the path. Like you just look like a dumbass. <laughs> yeah, or say like the earth is flat. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, hold on. Do, do any of y'all think the earth is flat? Why I got quiet? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who, who's paying? Who's sponsoring you? It's yeah, a we, we, we got to do a check. We got to do a check among us. <laughs> moon landing, that's fake. Let's start with that. Okay. Shit, the Bible was right about everything. My rest, my case. <laughs> there were giants in the ground and dinosaurs were put there by the devil. What about that? So now we argue that dinosaurs didn't exist. All I see are a bunch of bones that would have belonged to whales. I love conspiracy <laughs> theories, but I cannot back those up. I don't know enough about them. But the flat earth theory thing oh. fascinates me. <laughs> okay, all right, cool. Hyperborea, what the hell? 
Because <laughs> okay. uh, I've heard good. everything from the Earth is a triangle to it's on the back of a turtle. What the hell is that oh, triangle? It's turtle <laughs> all the way down. Oh, Franklin? I heard it well, like, I love on four pillars. Awards and all that, but like, I will not go that much deeper. I like... I won't go much deeper than like Hillary Clinton is a lizard person. That's as far as I go. <laughs> so he's reptile from Mortal Kombat, basically. Right. <laughs> you remember uh, when they considered Avril Lavigne um, to be a clone or something like that, or is she she like died and she was replaced with a, a double or something like that? Do you guys believe that? She certainly right. wishes she were. But <laughs> I believe she wishes that were the case. I wish that were the case, but no, it's all her. Damn, Kenny just come for everybody's next. I mean, she is married to Chad Kruger, a uh, lead singer of uh, Nickelback. Last time I checked, so oh, that, they that explains a lot. I thought they got yeah. divorced. I, or I'm did they get divorced? Sure. Probably, I think so. That was that was that was the beginning of the end for her. <laughs> was it because of the cloning? <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Let's go. Let's go there. Do y'all believe that? that somebody... <laughs> fuck the list. Let's go. To Let's go fuck it. Do y'all believe that somebody Oz are getting cloned? Like, uh, are there I like think... meek, like are there Gucci main clones out there? <laughs> I hope not. But... But they're funding cloning 100%. They're fun like everything Alex Jones talked about is 100% true. They're funding cloning. And you know that movie The Islands where it was like famous people or rich people would like sponsor their clones and if anything happened to them they would kill the clones and use the organs as harvesting. They they're sponsoring that research. It's illegal, don't get me wrong, but they're sponsoring it. It's happening. People people I think there was like everyone gave Alex Jones shit for this, but it was like proved in like China or somewhere that people were like putting the clones of humans in like the embryos of sheep and pigs. Like they once cloned a sheep called Dolly the sheep, and it was like a perfect clone and everything. I think it died later, but I was like proof right. that shit where they were looking into this, but the, the kind of experiments that go on under the radar that aren't like um, reported on are out like crazy. Like the Wuhan lab, it would, thing. It would blow minds. Yeah, like the Wuhan lab and like Dr. Fauci's like connections to it. Apparently, like he he might have apparently funded them, and he hasn't addressed it. But he is selling his house and liquidating a lot of his stocks, and like like he's about to like leave or something and it's like hmm yeah. interesting Intre we didn't think yeah. it was honestly <laughs> started acting weird the Todd stance is right, all yeah. fucked up <laughs> the Todd stance is gonna be all fucked up because <laughs> this conversation but I was curious though I was curious alright but let's let's bring it back to let's bring it back to the topic like, like, what <laughs> well, do that you got to find out yeah that's an edit <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think hating overall is just no. I'm keeping this in. Fuck okay. <laughs> <laughs> it. flagged on YouTube. It's okay. Yeah, I, I think what Kenny said, cancel culture is probably one of the most toxic things that ever happened to the internet. Um, I, I think they took the word hating and redefined it into something else entirely. Um, everybody should be allowed to have their opinions. Um, it's only when. No, I'll just leave it there. Yeah, I feel like everybody's entitled to their own pains, and we shouldn't hate anybody for it. Where do you lean on? As long as you're not. 
trying to enslave a, a race or something like that. That should be, should be fine. <laughs> specific, I like it. Very specific. Enslave a race. So no communism. No Marxism. <laughs> we, do, we don't do that here. We don't do that here. Monaco right. isn't invited. We don't do that here. Right, right. <laughs> All right, so Sean, what do you fall on the on the whole aspect of hating? Like, what do you define as hating? So I'll say, like, you know, I, as we all kind of agreed, everybody's entitled to their own opinions. I don't think there's a problem with that. You know, you could disagree with somebody. I feel like hating is done with intention. I'll say that, like, for example, one of my friends, she she'll completely always kind of like let's say I watch something or I like something. She doesn't really like the way that this story arc is going. She'll be like, oh, I hate this story arc. And it's like the worst one and this, this and that. And I'm kind of just sitting there just like, I, that's how you feel. A bunch of other people kind of like, you know, enjoy the storyline. So we're going to watch it and you could just catch up whenever you okay. catch it. But in she'll like. Of, in defense of your friend, if she's talking about Game of Thrones, I agree with her. <laughs> she's talking about Game of Thrones like the last season. <laughs> I ain't never see one single clip nor episode. You just, you just, you just love to go against the grain, don't you, Donovan? You, you <laughs> love I will. Now, I will, that, I will, I will, I will consider. You will consider because I will. Never watch a Game of Thrones episode. You want those guys, great motherfuckers, and the Earth is flat. You're one of those. how do you go basically a whole decade without? It curious to check out Game of Thrones. I ain't really saw checking it out to like about the sixth season. Uh, you know, because I people chill my time. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, what you said is kind of true about me. Uh, it's if if some like if a lot of people are like watching a show, I won't watch it until later, until it's like well. Um, well past his prime or something like that. I've never seen True Blood. I've never Maybe. seen Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, Arrested Development. It's just oh, I've I've never seen The Sopranos, The Godfather, um, Goodwill Hunting, like all those classics that I'm supposed to be like watching because I'm a film enthusiast or a film journalist or I want to move into film. I've never seen them. Just because they're so popular, that's that's just me. Like I like to watch indies and smaller films that don't get a ton of attention. So I guess you can can yes consider me hating. If somebody asks me, "Hey, did you see Game of Thrones?" and I will probably say, "No, I have not seen a single episode of Game of Thrones." Well, I can't so, yes, say that. I will consider myself a hater. I can't, well, I will. Well, it's, it's good that you uh, define yourself as a hater. So I don't have to. But I wouldn't say define you as a hater. I would say that you're just the type of person that's like, all right, like if it's popular, I'm not fucking with it. Yeah, I'm just you know? like a not. I mean, I just, but I do watch like MC. Of, you're like the type of person, like, if anybody's buying like a PS5 or Xbox Series X, you're like, no, fuck it. I'm going to go give me a Sega Dreamcast. Because why <laughs> play that? <man. laughs> Saturn in existence, right? Right, or like everybody got a Netflix account. I'm gonna go, get, I'm gonna go sign up for Tubu or Quibi. I do have Hulu because everybody else has Netflix. 
Like that's who you are. Like it's cool. Like it's cool. It's cool that you never saw Game of Thrones or Breaking Bad, but you watch every single game of the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> Even when they lose, like yeah, what I you mean? Those series in your defense. I couldn't finish Breaking Bad. I couldn't finish um Game of Thrones. Last season, Game of Thrones is trash, breaking bad those by the second season. Terrible. I'm like, okay. I'm I mean, like in my defense, I did watch like three episodes in of Breaking Bad. I, I think I got to the part where he was transitioning, uh, losing his money, or he was becoming a a drug dealer from a chemistry teacher or something like I got like three episodes in and I just couldn't follow. And yeah. I mean, Plot's kind breaking of breaking bad. Out, I mean, but... yeah. <laughs> Game of Thrones, I I personally will never watch. I, I just don't that whole side of things don't interest me. Also, Lord of the Rings, it just doesn't interest me. And I put those yeah. in the same categories as um Game of Thrones, you know, like the long books, like huge like books. Fantasy. You know, it's fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've like never the seen a Star Wars. Yeah, I mean it just, I don't know. It just doesn't Isn't interest me. Is it just me or everybody freezing? Is everyone freezing? It's just you. You dropped out for a bit. I want to say it's just yeah. you. A good second ago, you were just kind of like smiling on the screen for like a good five minutes. And I was just kind of like, wow, did he get really good at like the photo challenge? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't even see Sean. Like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, that's just you. <laughs> but yeah, o- overall, the hating word, um, I think it just got a new meaning under the cancel culture and the rise of the internet, basically. But no, okay. it's not wrong to have an opinion. Okay, well, speaking of the rise of the internet and things of that nature, because it seems like social media influencers are the new celebrities now. You know, they get, like, all these special privileges. Like, it seems like all you got to do is just, like, get some Gorilla Glue stuck on your hair to get an endorsement deal. Or, you know, go outside New York City, get on top of, like, garbage trucks and shit like that. The next thing you know, you pop it off with, like, about 5 million TikTok followers. And you get all these fashion over deals and shit like that. So do you guys feel that TikTokers have too much privilege right now? Or just, we get the chocolates like everybody on social media, Instagram influencers, Twitter Influencers, YouTubers, TikTokers, like, do you feel like they have too much influence? Yes, one hundred percent. And I will, and this is where the the word hating comes into play. One hundred percent. I, you can call me a hater or whatever you want to call it. These TikTokers do nothing, and they got a freaking show on Netflix. Like Addison Ray does the same shit that all the other girls do on TikTok. But she's the only one just getting clout or whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, they're just a bunch of attention whores with no real marketable skills or, you know, relevance in their lives that, that found meaning through the likes and views that we give them. And, you know, TikTok is a new thing. I mean, uh, I, I remember Vine. Everyone remembers Vine. Like, you could become a yeah. Vine star. A lot of them are really funny, but you know, some like the most famous people, like Lele Pons or whatever, like, they weren't funny, but they were very good looking and she, everything she produces complete trash. And like, she's basically went to Instagram. I think she's on TikTok now too. And it's just like, 
it's just like a, a product of hyper consumerism of aestheticism where like oh it's pretty i have to like it and share it and oh she's so pretty i that all her stupid jokes are funny to me now maybe she'll notice me when i comment now because i'm a thirsty thirsty dog or whatever <laughs> but like it's just like we're giving people who don't who are basically you know if we were living in medieval time, every every person that we classify as an entertainer would be like the jester in the court when, you know, you're not talking about relevant stuff. We're like, hey, we need some halftime entertainment and get that idiot with the jet jingle bells that like can play the lute, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah that is <laughs> what they're the equivalent to. Yeah, we're giving these idiots millions of dollars and more attention than we are like, you know, people who are actually progressing human civilization in any meaningful way. Right, yeah, I get you. but I think that to say that they don't have no talent because it's not easy to go viral on the internet, it's really not. Now, it's not like, easy, sometimes it's random, it's like random selection. I will say, like, a lot of people and in, on the internet, especially I adhere to like the pretty, the pretty privilege, which is basically like there are some people who are, yes, like you know, they are talented, they do the things, everybody's getting their attention, but there's a legit some people who are only getting by simply for the fact that everybody likes looking at them. And it's true. Like they rise through social media. That's why I feel like, you know, influencing is like a back and forth because, you know, there are some people that, yeah, they do put out like quality work and everything. And you do want to follow them. And like, you know, maybe they're artists, maybe they write, maybe they sing, but then there are legit some people that will do maybe the same brand of humor as Kevin Hart. And they're just getting by at the fact that they look nice. Like, um, <clears throat> I remember uh, there was a, yeah, there was a time uh, in TikTok where the only thing that was on your free, for you page was just, um, these, these white frat looking white guys. And all they did was just smile or lick their lips. And they were just going viral. Uh, what, what's his name? Um, Logan they, they just stole his hat at a, uh, the Paul Bros. How you know that the Paul Bros? We just covered this all. Well, time. not Bryce Hall. Bryce Hall. Oh, I don't know. He's that. one of the dudes that's uh in the uh the reality series with uh that hype house or TikTok house or whatever you want to call I it. Know. <laughs> I know. But yeah, he was uh one of the yeah, he would just lick his lips and look at the camera and he's getting like five million views. Sex and yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just I, I don't know. It's, I don't it's get not it. clear, but it's what it is. It's public, it's the public school education, you know. <laughs> just just shitting out sheep that will just press like on the prettiest image. Let's just be honest. It's, it's yeah. low level yeah. impulses. And there was a story a couple of weeks back where um, he and his group of friends like lashed out at paparazzi when he was at i'm not sure if you guys know what saddle ranch is but um it's it's this popular restaurant <clears throat> in la and everybody who's everybody goes there and when you go there you already know you're going to see a celebrity or a TikToker, and you mm -hmm. know there's going to be paparazzi <laughs> you don't go there for anything else you go there if you want to be seen so they were like lashing out at these paparazzi's like, hey, like we're trying to eat, like we're just trying to have a nice night out or whatever, stuff like this. But I'm like, but you're at Saddle Ranch. Everybody knows that's <laughs> that's like the tourist attraction when you come to LA and stuff like that. 
Controversy so brings them views, and then they can make a video about it. Right, yeah, and it's just, yeah, it's, I, I fucking hate TikTokers. But there are some that are, like, really good and talented and stuff like that. Like, yeah. uh, I, I, I mean, Charlie Demixio, I know she used to do, like, gymnastics and she can dance and stuff like that, but, um. I mean, I'll yeah. give it to him. I'll give it to him because um, I have respect for the TikTokers because, for one, it cuts off the middlemen. The middlemen be like, you know, yeah. big time people in Hollywood, you know, so you could basically just, you could just get put on from the company you're on, whether like you're in New York, Canada, Florida, Kentucky, Idaho. You have a cell phone, stay with internet, you entertain it, boom, you're on the map, you know, so I can appreciate yeah, it. Can't that. argue with that. Yeah, and I can also appreciate the fact that, well, like, Shit, like it's not easy to go viral on the internet. It's really not. Now, granted, like you could question their tactics because they're doing like a lot of like dumb shit. Like I guess you could say, like can I guess you could say like set civilization back, you know, in a sense, like it's dumbing us down. <laughs> but at the end of the day, like yo, if it makes money, it makes money, you know. So you, yeah, you don't have to like it, but you have to respect it. Hey, this it is where this is the time that we're living in. We could either get with it or get left behind, you know. So. Yeah, I mean, the, the only behind, problem. Please. Yeah, the only problem I have is with Bell Approach, um, the girl that she does that M to the B, M to the B. She recently released her song "Build a Bitch," and she was just signed to uh, Warner <laughs> Warner Music Group, a major record label company, and well, that's yeah. Not to say, but but fuck Warner Music Group because they keep constantly taking down our Instagram videos. Every time we try to promote y'all artists, y'all take it down our IG videos. But you know that's the time. Oh, they taking our videos? Yeah, every time I feel like a problem. artists, they keep taking down the videos. But I just want to get that out the way. Fuck them. Sponsored by Warner Music Group. (laughs) 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 Drink chloride and Gatorade, everyone. <laughs> Ubisoft is the best gaming company. I already told you, I'm gonna keep saying we're sponsored by something until somebody pick us up. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's where that um, right. <laughs> that's where that privilege comes into play. Um, because I I know there's a lot of talented musicians out there who would love like that record label deal and. She only got it. I mean, I don't know what her background in music is per se. She's saying she in the releases, navy. She's she's saying in the navy. Yeah, she was in the navy, and I think she was like a perform. Like the navy has all kinds. The military has all kinds of jobs. Like you're just just a soldier, a sailor. Like you could be part of like the music group, and I think she was like a singer, and they would like go on concerts and perform for troops or something. Oh, and like the USA. Like, yeah, I guess I, I don't know how it works. I don't care. I don't care. My taxes go to such stupid shit. Service? Shit, so, oh yeah. <laughs> the Navy doesn't do I don't want to say something that gets us kicked off the platform. So I'm gonna skip over that part and get back to my original statement. Yeah. She ain't never seen combat a day in her life. (laughs) But um, yeah, it's it's just that uh that privilege that comes with like being white and successful on the uh, platform. I think she's Filipina. I think she's Filipina. Is she? Yeah. 
Then my correction. I'm sorry. You don't look cultural um, enough for Donovan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I think it's just like a heated topic for me. Um, uh, mainly this great. one. Because I, I really don't have a problem with TikTokers. But the fact that she just got this record label, when I know there's like way more deserving people, it just shows like you, that you TikToker. Like, you basically feel like, like, like she didn't get out the mud. Okay, not really. I mean, if we can look at her Spotify, I'm pretty sure only one song or yeah, two songs haven't, come up. Okay, but how I you haven't know she heard one, but I'm pretty sure it's just like an Ariana Grande clone. Yeah, and she's another artist I don't like. <laughs> I, I, I feel like she's her her mannerisms and the way she sings it seems like she tries to. I don't know. It seems like she tries to be too urban or cater to like urban audience. I don't know. It's just something about her that just. Oh, can we unpack that? Can we unpack that? Yeah, like, please. Billie Eilish speaks in Ebonics and everyone lets her talk continue. <laughs> famous. And like Ariana Grande is like, I date a black guy and I have urban pat- patois and I'm so cool and forward. Look at me, guys. Right. I, I like Mariah Carey, but <laughs> approachable. I got that problem with Drake more than so than Ariana Grande anybody else. Really? I, I feel like Ariana Grande just exudes that. Like it's I just something about her. Ariana had a bar mitzvah. I mean, he 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 was fine growing up. He was on Degrassi. He he's not. I don't know why. Right. Wasn't he like on one of the like successful Canadian shows? Yeah, and wasn't he the one in the wheelchair on Degrassi? Or am I getting mixed up with somebody? Uh, I, I don't wheelchair know. Wheelchair Jimmy. Oh, yeah. I keep coming for Drake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's a victim. I'm pretty sure he, he, he got shot by um, uh, Doja Cat's ex, I believe, or something like that. Wait, Doja Cat ex is on Degrassi too? He was he was an actor on the TV show, and the storyline was he got shot. And I'm pretty sure the guy who played the shooter was uh, Doja Cat's ex or something like that. Doja Cat really went. Pretty sure I've seen it on TikTok. But <laughs> I'm not going to take TikTok as a relative news source. Why is the Grassy a relevant television show? I have not watched one second of that show. I can't bear it. Nah, that used to be my show, man. That was like the teenage version of 90210. <laughs> Just in Canada. <laughs> that's, what that's what it was. I was not sure, but Drake, I have most of the problem with Drake. Drake, like he everybody know he's he's a Jew. Nothing wrong with Jews, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the way you said it, though. I just, okay. oh. <laughs> I just fucked up. Uh, maybe we edit that one. We edit that one Let me let me clean that up. <laughs> it didn't happen. It didn't happen. That didn't happen. That didn't happen. <laughs> but let's say if it did happen, right? I could get my way out of this. Nothing wrong with the Jew, by the way. I'm just saying, like, how you go from that have a black? No, fuck it, I can't clean. It. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, <laughs> is that Mein Kampf behind you? Oh man. <laughs> Oh this god, has been no. the last tuck talk. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> this is what happened to Nick Cannon. This is what happened. <laughs> You're being shut down for her. 
Let's edit this out and then let's edit my shit about Dr. Fauci because neither of those will slide. Let's just cut everything I said. Let's take out the and all that. Bella Porch is going to sue you personally. All right, that happened around the one minute, the one hour, 13 minute mark. All right, cool. Oh, I have dang. a team of lawyers just waiting to uh, send some shit to me. Yo, this was the kind of corner. I defended, Warner, I defended, I defended Bella. Bella. Oh my god, you know what, man? Let, let's just let's just, all right. <laughs> Any other thoughts on the TikTokers have too much privilege? Or we can just give. Like, no. Okay. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think we said enough. <laughs> We gotta get our composure now. All right, so anybody plug your social medias and all that before we go. I don't know if I want to. Gonna come look at for all of us. I'm gonna edit that part out. Nobody gonna know that. Nobody gonna know that conversation ever happened. Like, yeah, yeah. What was the third point? Let's just move to the third point. <laughs> <laughs> you, see, you see, this is why we're not live yet. Like, this is why we're not live yet. Okay, I'm good. I swear. Isaiah, bro, when you watch this, please edit that. <laughs> All right, so we're going to get out of here. First of all, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe. For more. <laughs> Hopefully, we don't get shut down. Thank you to our sponsor, Warner Music Group. I'll keep it that part in. Fuck them. They could... <laughs> Still sponsored by Warner Music <laughs> If you keep laughing, it's gonna make me go again. Please, I, I can't. Oh my god! Yeah, we gotta get. Out of it. All right. All right, we got, we got, we gotta get our composure. We gotta get our composure. All right, y'all can follow me at, on Instagram at the Delta Fashionista, and yeah, it's just yeah, I just go. Here, we got got the noir magic. Uh, yeah, yeah, you guys can find me at uh, Donnie on Instagram um, and also read the latest article I wrote for Under the Radar uh, about an up and coming rapper, Euro Gotti. Yeah. You guys can follow me on all social media platforms under Black Dawn right there. And you can find my website at blackdawnarts.com. Yeah. And for those of y'all that do not know why we're laughing, we just love to have fun on this show. And um, <laughs> that's just about it. But we hope that you enjoyed For legal this. purposes, anything you said in here was not true. <laughs> Stop hating. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. Man. We, love, we love all people. <laughs> we love all people. And we hope that you enjoy uh, our shows, check out the Tuck Podcast Network, tell a friend, remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that bell to get notifications for all future videos, and you can also listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and before I say anything else that might get me in trouble, I'm just gonna get up out of here, we'll catch y'all next week. <laughs> Bye guys. Take it easy guys.